coming up for our uh, our uh, Maxwell Street Day. Always fun to walk around downtown and find some of the cool items that they've got available uh, down there and walk through and some of the food and some of the music. And uh, it's just a fun day. It's just a big full day of uh, all kinds of activities in downtown Hartford. So if you've never been to it, uh, love to have you stop by and uh, and uh, join it, join all the fun coming up uh, tomorrow here in downtown Hartford. Please welcome to the program here this morning uh, from uh, Coal Investment Group, the Coal Way. They are the retirement specialists. Aaron Coal joining us here this morning. Aaron, good to see you. How are you? Great to see you. Great to see you. How are you? Doing fantastic. Yeah, doing great. Um, you know, I um, talk a little bit when I introduce you. You've been working in the financial industry for 15 years, past president, board of directors for the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors of Southeast Wisconsin, president for the Financial Planning Association of Southeast Wisconsin. Then I always say, a married father of two. Uh-oh, got to edit that a little bit, don't I? <laughs> uh, yeah. tell, us the, tell us the news. Tell us the news, please. Well, we had a baby girl. Uh, makes three. Makes three girls. Okay. So we've got three girls now. Uh, Ella May Kowal. Ella May. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Was, was born on uh, June 8th. So we're very blessed, very excited. Uh, she's... She's really cute. She's she's perfectly healthy and everything's going well. Fantastic. So you got Claire, Leah, and uh, Ella May. Ella May. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Mom's doing well. Yeah, yeah. She's doing well. She's of course got the brunt of all the 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 work that goes into it right now, but she's um, she's she's handling it admirably. So how is this uh, birth and and, and uh, child different from the two previous, Claire and Leah? Any different? Pretty much. Pretty much. I think we're able to handle handle it a little bit better. Like mm-hmm. I remember for Leah, it was like, oh my gosh, how do people have more than one of these? Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, you know, but now it's you know, it's just well, it's just stuff needs needs to get done. You know. Yeah. Uh, life can't slow down. We're not gonna, you know, shut down uh, either. You know, the, the the summer for the girls. So we just gotta keep you know try and make it as normal as possible. And, sure. Um, you know, and, and with and so, but it's it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we're taking them camping this weekend, and uh, it should be a great time. Wow, and even the new one, huh? She's not, not okay. okay. She's uh, I think they'll be there during the day. Yeah. We're, we're just going somewhere close, yeah, you know, okay, 45 okay. minutes away from our house. Okay, perfect. So, uh, I think my wife is just going to take her home at night, okay. Um, sure. and, and so, but it's you know, it's, it's going well. I mean, it was really different from because when we had excuse me, when we had Claire. Leah was only two, yeah, or almost. She was twenty three months old, so she didn't really understand that. You know, mom, well, mom was was breastfeeding Claire or feeding sure. Claire or, or whatever. She couldn't come and play. She couldn't come. You know, she didn't get that. So right. you know, she was you know, uh, uh, um, no, she wasn't acting out or anything. It was just like it's like, hey, we got it. We can't do that right now. In a little bit, you know. So um, now you know the girls kind of they know what's going on. They understand. They yeah. um, you know. Uh, the, the most they fight now is over, uh, you know, who gets to hold the baby. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, gonna, they love it. I was going to say that uh, they both are old enough. They both can talk and they both can communicate with you and you can tell them things and they can see if yeah. they understand them, which is uh, which is really great. Yeah, we're blessed. And, yeah. we're, you know, she's healthy. Just wanted a healthy, healthy baby. Um, you know, we didn't find out before if it was a boy or a girl. So. Um, I'm ecstatic. That's another girl. I know. So you're kind of like Tim, Tim, uh, Tim McGraw, aren't you? Three girls. He's got girls. Yeah. Three girls. Three girls. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's okay. We have a, a neighbor um, that uh, he's got five. 
uh, a friend of mine texted me. He said, if you have another kid, uh, you have a thir- only a 13% chance of having a boy, you know, so, <laughs> oh, which, is, which is fine. I don't mind having, I love having three girls. It's, um, you know, we're, it's exciting there. We don't have to go buy any, you know, buy any, uh, we can still use the hand-me-downs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, they asked Tim McGraw one time, um, they said, uh, boy, you know, having four women in the house, that's got to be uh, a big, uh, a little bit of a challenge for you. And Tim, Tim McGraw said, well, a couple of things I learned first off. He said, sometimes, sometimes I'm never, ever right. He said, but when I am right, he said, Boy, there's a lot of loving on me. He's, he says, those four women, man, he said, i tell you, Father's Day comes around, my birthday comes around. He says, man, there's a lot of loving on me uh, from, from those four girls. So, uh, Or four, three, four females in the household. Yeah. Faith, faith and three girls. So. Right. But, Our dog's a girl, too. So, you know, There you go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got the works. Yeah. Um, the the Kowal way, you guys, uh, continue to go on and charge on here with America's uh, Top 1200 Financial in 2014, 2015, 2016, 17, I guess, and 18 again. Yep, no, again. you've done it. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, again in 18. Um, and, you know, other other awards to other things. The Financial Times Top uh, 400. We got uh, an award from the MMAC, um, uh, 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 the uh, Milwaukee Chamber, really, that uh, Future 50. Uh, okay. 50 fast-growing companies uh, in the area, too. So we got... We got that too. So. Top four hundred for uh, financial, for financial times. times. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Uh, well, UK. Yeah. Well, you guys, your hard work is paying off too. It's fantastic. <laughs> Talk a little bit about. Well, it's not us. It's not all us. It's our team. Sure. Um, you know, we've got the best team uh, in in the business. They're they love our clients. They're extremely good at what you know, what they do, um, and they work hard for them. They you know, they'll stay late and get there early to make sure that whatever needs to happen for our clients gets done, and they're they're wonderful. So it's, we're nothing without them. So yeah, and um, you got to, you have several locations uh, too. People four locations uh, going on five now, I guess. Right, two, yeah, four locations. You yeah, Waukesha, Port Washington, Madison, Phoenix. You guys uh, out there, right? We're out there. Yeah, we're yeah. out there growing. Yeah, stay tuned. And yes, the, and the web <laughs> website is the Coalway, the Coalway dot com. Yeah, way yep. Can, the phone number is two six two five two two forty forty. Uh, find us on Facebook, uh, on LinkedIn, uh, and also on Twitter, at Kowal underscore invest. And Kowal is K-O-W-A-L. That's not the most common name. <laughs> you know, um, here's something that's really, really interesting. That, you know, when, when, when Donald Trump got elected president, we all kind of said, this is going to be a whole different deal. Yeah. And it's sort of been a different deal, hasn't it? I mean, it's been... You're not used to a politician trying to keep promises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been a whole different deal for, for everything compared to how things have, have gone in the past. And Bob Bonifant and I were just talking a second ago about the job uh, world out there right now. And yeah. you just try drive by up and down the main street, every business. Now hiring, hiring bonus, $1,000 to come and work for Stay for six months, we'll give you $2,500. I mean, that's so desperate. Yeah. People well, are. They are desperate. We're lucky. We, we're adding. Um, we've got, uh, we're working on getting another advisor with us. Oh, and nice. we have two two new people starting on, on uh, July 23rd. So uh, kind of a more support roles um and, and so we're really you know really lucky it's i mean i, I know, you know we, we've been pretty good at being able to find people um we have a really great uh, agency we use <laughs> but um we've been really you know it's been really good to to to, to find these people and um 
So we've we've needed it. We're blessed that we've we've uh, have uh, a need for for more for more people to help out and help our clients. So the uh, article that I want to talk a little bit about this morning, open up our conversation, talk a little bit this morning is um, one from Brian Westbury. We always talk about him. He's an economist with uh, First Trust. And um, he talked a little bit about the job market that's out there right now. And he's bullish on the market, right? I mean, he's bullish on the uh, on, on the job world out there. Right? He is. And, you know, it's really kind of, he's got a nice take on it where the overall point is. And we'll get into some of the details, but the overall point he says uh, people um, you know, say, well, these numbers are already really good. Um, well, you know, it can only get worse from here. It's like, well, there's still opportunities to make it even better. Um, you know, so he makes – there's a lot of, of good going on here. It starts off and says the, the U.S. labor market is going from strength to strength. Like with corporate earnings, June jobs data beat consensus estimates up 213,000 jobs, pushing the month, average monthly gain for the past year to 198,000 new jobs per month. That's mm-hmm. pretty outstanding. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, unemployment rate jumped from 3.8% to 4%. And that's, that's, it's actually a good reason because the, the unemployment rate is really a goofy. How they calculate it, it's, re- it's kind of goofy because the civilian labor force grew by 601,000. We hate blowing one because when people are looking for jobs, um, they're, they're, that, that adds into it. But if you just say, eh, I'm not even going to, it's, it's not worth it for me to work. I'm not even going to try to look. Then it doesn't count. You're not part of the the labor force, so that actually helps the unemployment number. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, because civilian labor force grew by six hundred one thousand, we hate blowing one month's data out of proportion. But there's enough concurrent evidence out there to conclude that the gain in the labor force is a bullish sign for the economy. It signals that fewer people are counting on the government for support. Uh, he talks about the the wealth welfare uh, shrink the welfare state. Uh, one way is directly cut benefits. Another one is uh, just to get more people working to adapt policies to help the, the economy grow faster and let private sector opportunity pull people out of the government's welfare system and back uh, into the labor market. Uh, and, and that's the, the method that's taking hold right now. The number of uh, people getting food stamps uh, uh, the, fell to $39.6 million in April, down 4.7% from, from a year ago, lowest level since about 2010. It's not because it's harder to get food stamps. It's because the rewards for work are rising. Uh, second quarter of, uh, of 2018, applications for Social Security disability benefits were down 2.3%. That's on top of a 6% decline for full year 2017 and 16. And then um, less people are collecting disability. It's the largest, biggest annual decline since 1983. Uh, and they're still declining. Uh, it, 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 so it's just a lot of, of good numbers there. He says, you know, um, while unemployment rates by racial ethnic categories are volatile from month to month, and why I prefer to focus on the trend, the black unemployment rate increased uh, from a near record low in June, but the Hispanic jobless rate fell to 4.6%, the lowest for any month since the government started tracking the data in the early 70s. And for past 12 months, the average unemployment rate for both blacks and Hispanics fell to the lowest levels ever recorded, dating back to the early 70s. None of this is we talk about it could be better. None of, the, none of this means the labor market is perfect. It never is. Back in the 1990s, the participation rate among prime age workers, ages 25 to 54, reached a peak of 84.6%. Right now, the participation rate is 82%. But this is a double-edged sword. Where some see imperfection, others see room for further growth. Where some see a labor market that can't get any better, others see opportunity. We fall in the second camp. Extremely low unemployment rates 
and rising earnings mean that private sector employment is becoming increasingly more attractive than static government programs. And with more workers moving to the private sector, it's not hard to see better times for workers ahead. Tax cut happened just over six months ago. Uh, Deregulation is encouraging more business investment. Corporate earnings continue to exceed expectations. And the job market looks set for even more strength. I mean, we're seeing that here in uh, southeast Wisconsin. Um, you know, I'm I, I friends with other CEOs, with other people that run businesses, and they're uh, and clients too. That that it's already really hard for them to find mm-hmm. you know, to find workers. Uh, you know, you see, you, you mentioned you see a lot of help wanted and things like that. Um, you know, they're. I mean, they've got. Um, just to tons of open positions that they need to with Foxconn coming in, it's going to make it even, they think it's going to make them even you know, harder. So we probably, I think we're going to start seeing rising wages because people are going to need to start competing on, on workers. And so you know, maybe some better benefits at work, rising wages just to kind of um, you know combat that. And I think that's good. It's good for the economy. I and mean, we might see inflation, uh, some inflationary pressures because of, higher wages and other things, but that's not always the worst thing. So I think there's a lot of uh, you know, growth out there. Do you think uh, business owners in larger corporations, of course, America is made up of small businesses, basically the backbone of America, but do you think a lot of those people are looking at the immigration issues and watching, watching these changing immigration policies that are out there right now? Um, looking at them and saying, okay, well, you know, that may be if I'm doing landscaping or I'm doing work around the farm or I'm doing work on something like that, I may have to hire some Hispanic people. And do you think that, do you think that's a concern for people watching the immigration policies, uh, staffing their businesses and so forth, especially in seasonal jobs with Hispanics? You hear any of that? Um, see any of that or no? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I don't really see much. People are concerned because um, there's always going to be, I think, people – available to 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 do that i don't really i don't know if there's the political will to do anything about you know and nothing's really changed it's just what isn't i mean a lot of these policies that have been making a big you know, bit in the news lately they've been around since bill clinton was president and mm-hmm. um you know they're just now deciding to, to be mad about it right right <laughs> so right. um i um I, I don't really see much change there um you know it's just through, I guess, history of the country, more recent immigrants are going to do some of the more, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess, labor-intensive jobs, and right. you know, well, it'll continue. Uh, I don't really see major changes there, but I don't have a crystal ball. So, <laughs> Aaron Cole with us uh, here on WTKM talking about um, uh, jobs and so forth uh, in the country, and and you know, Bob and I were talking a little earlier, you know, back. In the day when we were 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, you know, our parents told us, just be glad you got a job. <laughs> you know, you just be glad you got a job. And that attitude has sort of kind of changed a little bit now. I'm sure people are appreciative of having a job, but uh, um, most people are and, ha- and having a good job. But, um, um, you know, that attitude has uh, has seemed to change a little bit. All right. Uh, break time here in the program. It's 1020. <laughs> and after the break, we've got a few things that we want to talk about here this morning. Um Talk a little bit about the election outlook, which is interesting. Um, Brian Whisper has got some uh, thoughts on that, too. Talk a little bit about the uh, cost of health care devouring your retirement income. Huge issue. When you yeah. sit down and have your one-on-ones with people, does health care, being able to fund health care issues in retirement, is that a big topic? It does come up, yeah. 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 
So we'll uh, we'll talk about that in six ways business owners can prepare for retirement today. So those are the topics that we'll uh, be discussing with Aaron Kowal. Now, people want to get in touch with you at uh, Kowal. It's K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. People want to get in touch with you. What's the best way to do it? Uh, like you mentioned, the webpage, uh, uh, 262-522-4040 is the phone number. Uh, also, uh, find us on uh, social media, LinkedIn. Uh, connect with us or with me personally on LinkedIn, on Twitter at Kowal underscore invest, and then also um, on uh, Facebook. All right. Sounds good. We'll take a break and uh, we'll talk about the midterms and how it affects your po- your uh, pocketbook coming up in just a minute on WTKM. Forecast looks really good. Uh, plenty of sunshine today. High today around 85 degrees now, they're saying. Clear tonight, low 62. Tomorrow, more sunshine, 83. No rain in the forecast until Thursday night, and we got a good chance for rain then late in the evening. And uh, Thursday's high around uh, predicting 85 for the high. Then on Friday, back up to 85 degrees again. So the dog days of summer are here. Plenty of sunshine and uh, super, uh, super warm weather to do whatever you want to do outside. And if you're working outside, make sure you... Uh, have lots of hydration, lots of water working out there in that uh, heat today. Aaron Kowal joining us here from Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, and the website is The Kowal Way. We're talking about uh, jobs a little bit earlier, talking about the economy. You know, something I find is really interesting, Aaron, is that, you know, of all the things that we've got, the good things that we've got going on, hardly anything gets covered. Right. You know, hardly anything gets covered. You know, anything that happens in the news when – this president's trying to come up with a some type of immigration policy for our country is that, you know, here's a guy separating uh, kids from their mothers. I mean, that that that's all you see. I yeah. mean, that's all you, see. you don't you don't see any. There's no dialogue, you know. Well, and it's you know, what's used is huh, it's fake news. No, what's yeah, used is yeah. is or images that aren't even applicable to the situation. Right. It's like, well, you know, kind of it's like what Dan Rather said, well, the spirit of the story was, you know, was right. You know, it's like, right. well, you know, this could this could have been happening. And so we're going to use that and, you know, forget you if uh you know, if if you don't think we're great at it. So, yeah, a lot of the good doesn't get covered. Um you know, we try to point out a lot of the good because there's a lot of good in life. Uh so we try to point out you know a lot of that so but um yeah i'm not you know a, a big expert on immigration or anything like like that but so i'll, I'll try to limit my comments on that but sure um you know so but there is a lot of good things you know coming through a lot of policies tax you know tax cuts and deregulation uh i think going to affect really next good. year next year a lot of it right well yeah some well some of this year a lot of yeah. it this year yeah. um some of the following year but uh, you know, tax cuts, and you know, I mean, a lot of the, we're we're starting to see some really nice gains in the economy, like we we talked about already with some of the numbers, yeah. and um, a lot of those haven't really pe- companies and people really haven't seen the full effect of a lot of that. So, I think it's there's a lot more good, uh, a lot more good to come. Aaron Coles with uh, Cole Investment Group, several locations uh, to serve you. The uh, main uh, office is on Bussy Road. Um, their number two six two five two two. 4040 if yes. you want to get uh, more information 
uh, about uh, their services and the items. So how how actually do you operate? Oh, what 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 is the you know kind of prerequisite of people to work with you? Right. Well, we work with people close to or in, or in retirement with seven hundred fifty thousand or more in retirement assets, um, and they're serious about their retirement planning. You know, we we I kind of a call to action is you know, we talk a lot about a lot of issues. We're going to talk about health care uh, in retirement coming up. Uh, you know, IRAs versus four hundred one k's, things like that. Uh, but to really see if you're on the right track, we offer a complimentary uh, retirement review. Uh, you know, where we see, you know, take a look, see where are you now, where where do you want to be, uh, and, and where are the gaps, and uh, are are there any gaps? Can we help fill, you know, help fill those gaps? So we we work on a fee basis, uh, percentage of fees that fees based on percentage of fees that we or percentage of assets that we manage, and we keep it really really simple um, and. Uh, I, you know, our clients, I, th- are, you know, I think, by and large, very happy with what we uh, are able to do for them. And um, I think that, uh, you know, so, so I guess the first step is the retirement review. Mm-hmm. It's complimentary. Uh, it's, for, it's also free. Uh, so <laughs> uh, come come on in. We'll meet with you, um, you know, address any, you know, look at all the issues that you have from different perspectives and, and really get an idea for how, uh, you know, how long could your money last in retirement? What compliance had you? Because there's... You know, things you know you know, things you know you don't know, things you don't know you know, but really what could blindside you are the things that you don't know you don't know. And so we really try to make sure that you're uh, addressing those issues. Taxes. Yeah, taxes. For one, right? And, and penalties. Penalties. Yeah. And yeah. You know, if you're not doing your required minimum distributions correctly. Yeah. Um, you know, Medicare. Um, social, when to take Social Security. Are you leaving money on the table there? Yeah. Um, so really, we get really into a lot of the planning uh, the the you know, well, should I take the pension, um, you know, annuity or should I take the pension lump sum? Right. You know, uh, should I leave it in the four hundred one k? Should I not? So we really kind of get in a lot into the, the, those those areas and really uh, help help uh, people start addressing those. And if we're able to help them, we'll help them. Yeah, and and you know, one of the things that I really want to talk about here coming up in just a minute is the will the cost of health care devour your retirement income? Certainly, a lot of things are paid for by Medicare, but there's certain things that are not paid for. And um, one of the statistics that are out there right now, according to um, Forbes, they said that the average 65-year-old couple retiring this year will need about $280,000 to cover health care in retirement, which is uh, just, uh, um, I don't know if it's a mind-boggling sum, but it seems like it seems like a lot of money, a quarter, a quarter over a quarter million dollars to cover health care in retirement. But then you look at some of the procedures that are done out there, you know, $12 aspirins and, you know, $10 Tylenol, whatever it's, you know, adds up fast. Oh, right? I know. I remember we were looking at, our bill from the hospital from the first time that we for our first baby yeah from Leah. and i saw in there it was like it was like 15 or 50 dollar charge for the box of tissues that was in the room that we didn't use but they opened it and they're not going to keep it in there for the next person so right. you know they sent it home with us and billed us a ton of money for it yeah. you know, or build the insurance ton of money so we started to see that's why you know some of the issues that we have is you know, things are crazy are being built and everything's mandated to be covered and, you know, so people don't pay their bills. So, you know, um, with a lot of our clients, health you know, healthcare is a concern. One of our biggest expenses we've seen is, like, long-term care issues. Um, and that's a major concern because there's – you may think, oh, I'm not going to use it. Well, there's a really, really high chance uh, that you're going to use it. W- one of the analogies, we, you know, we say there's a, a 2% chance that you're going to make a claim on your homeowner's. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of your know, house will burn down or something like that, uh, there's a 17 percent chance that, that in your life you'll make a, cha- a claim 
uh, on your car, hmm. um, which is you know not super high, but everybody has. You should <laughs> have yeah. homeowners and auto insurance, sure, right? Sure. Uh, there's like a 38% chance that you're going to use long-term care mm. um, insurance or have a need for long-term care. Uh, and I think the number is over 50% that one of the people, one of the couples in the relationship, it's usually the, the wife cause, um, uh, because she tends to take care of, we, you know, us men tend to get sick earlier yeah. and ha- have a need for long-term care, but our wives, you know, take care of us and, and then... Um, no one's around to take care of her then, so the woman typically uses the, the long-term care, so there's a lot of need for there. So um, we have this, you mentioned this article from Forbes, you know, it says, will healthcare costs devour your retirement income? New estimates say it may cause you to adjust your retirement plans. The dream is that you'll eventually turn 65 and all your healthcare worries will be covered by Medicare. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but in the real world, health care costs in retirement years can take a ridiculously large chunk out of your retirement income. The average 65-year-old couple retiring this year will need about $280,000 to cover health care in retirement, according to this uh, and study from Fidelity. Uh, that stunning amount is more than many households have saved. Yeah, the average baby boomer has like fifty has less than fifty thousand. Eighty five percent of baby boomers have less than fifty thousand saved for retirement. Say that again, no. Eighty five percent of baby, baby boomers have less than fifty thousand saved for retirement. So there's could be some issues, some problems when it comes to funding or yeah, paying for some of this. It might be shifted to younger people. If this is true, then you know that's a huge deficit there. The difference between fifty thousand that people might have in their <clears throat> savings. Yeah, the numbers that I've seen, so baby boomers really haven't saved much of anything because they, baby boomers, known for spending. Yeah, um, and they, you know, they maybe see their parents had pensions. Yeah, uh, they figure, me, oh, I'll have pensions, and so they never established good savings yeah. uh, uh, habits. Uh, and, and so we, you know, well, we, it's been an it's been an issue, um, and so I, I think that. Um, uh, we we might see some you know, problems with that, but um, yeah. So and they're they're just ha- they haven't been as good uh, at saving that. And maybe they saw that their parents didn't enjoy themselves or go out and enjoy themselves because they a lot of them were from like the depression, right? right, uh, right. So they were all savings. Like, well, I'm not going to be like them. You know, I think a lot of the, that generation wanted to be kind of anti what their parents were, anyways. Right. Um, so. Uh, the average 65, like I mentioned, 280,000. Uh, it's more than many households have saved. The estimates are about half that figure for single folks. Not surprisingly. It's important to point out that women can expect to spend a bit more as they tend to live longer. Uh, perhaps the, and are willing, more willing to, uh, accept health, uh, a long-term care facility or nursing home. Perhaps equally important is that long-term care expenses are not included in that total. More. Yes, more I know. Money. There's no yeah. way... You know, there's no way I will spend that much on medical care in retirement, you may be saying. I'll be covered by Medicare at 65. While that may be true, there are still monthly premiums for Medicare Part B, which covers doctor's visits, surgeries, etc. Premiums uh, will also be incurred for medication with Part D. These two things alone make up about 35% of the estimated costs in retirement, while the remainder is the cost sharing in and out of Medicare that you will have for co-payments and deductibles. That includes out-of-pocket expenses for prescription drugs. Mm. Nursing home or, or long-term care costs will be an extra, as will dental expenses. Yeah. As you can see, things add up quite quickly. 
Uh, it says, can you contain the cost of health care and retirement? Uh, as a retiree, you can buy supplemental coverage plans, often called Medigap insurance. Uh, these types of plans could potentially help cover some of the things that Medicare does not. On average, those premiums would lead back to around the same basic cost uh, estimate. Four in ten retirees said their retirement expenses are higher than expected. Uh, according to the EBRI 2018 Retirement Confidence Survey. Uh, about the same number of those retirees surveyed admitted to not calculating their health care expenses before they retired. One-third of respondents admitted to having no idea what to expect in regards to health care expenses uh, in retirement. Some, some people do need to take you know take responsibility also and, and get themselves educated on some of that. Talk to someone like me. Right. Talk to, you know, do some you know, internet research, you know, and uh, no idea what to expect in returns of healthcare expenses in retirement. Some of that information is e- pretty easy to get. So do they, um, do the numbers go, continue to go up and up every year? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, cause the, um, expenses, healthcare expenses in particular have been way ahead of, um, inflation. Okay. Uh, you know, so they, they go up. Um, so if you're expected to retire five, 10, 15 years from now, you probably, uh, expect to pay more than the two hundred eighty thousand uh, dollar estimate. Uh, if we dig back to two thousand two, the first year Fidelity did their estimate, those expected costs are up seventy percent since then. Uh, the cost increases are compounding well beyond inflation, which can be devastating uh, for those on a fixed income. Uh, what might barely be affordable at sixty five will be possible at eighty five. Now, one of the things you know, makes a it, this assumes that you're going to be all in fixed income not invested in the market or anything which we recommend you probably should be just to have a toe in the water and take advantage of some of the gains in the market um now if, if your fixed income is just pension and social security then you're in trouble um it could be uh health savings accounts to the rescue the health savings account is a tax favored account used for health care expenses you get a deduction for contributions uh invested money is able to grow and you're able to withdraw the money tax-free if used for qualified medical expenses, HSAs accompany high deductible health insurance plans. Uh, some people are using them like an additional retirement account by letting the account grow until much later in life. So that's a that's a good could be a good move. Is is that because it can grow and compound if you don't need it? You know, you might you know, you're gonna not get the full taxable benefit, but it's, uh, additional money you wouldn't have saved otherwise, mm-hmm. um, and, and could be uh, a really good. Um, uh, a, a you know solution for a lot of people, so we can check that out for you too. If you have questions on, on that, we can uh, help address some of that. Um, uh, uh, this is invest in your health now. Living a healthy lifestyle won't eliminate medical expenses, but it can't hurt. Uh, a gym membership and annual physical is much less costly than a knee replacement uh, and physical therapy. Uh, to get a sense of how much money you can save by staying healthy, ARP has a co- uh, cost calculator. Um, you can get rough estimates based on a number of different factors. So, um, yeah, so the, whether you're just about to retire or just entering the workforce, the prospect of financial independence should be inspiring. Achieving it could potentially leave you feeling less stressed with more time to travel and spend with family and friends. You may also have the time to get all those things you weren't able to in the past. Pay attention to your health and develop or maintain healthy habits. Healthcare, travel, and retirement will be much less expensive and much more enjoyable if you are healthy and happy. And move. Just keep moving. Keep walking, yes. walking. Just and see. keep your mind occupied, yeah, too. Yeah, we see yeah. a lot of, you know, I've seen clients that they retire and then do nothing 
deteriorate much faster than people that retire. Really, get a part time job, mm-hmm. get you know volunteer, go you know stay involved with the community or church or friends. Um, but the ones that retire and do nothing, they don't last that long because yeah. they're just it's like okay, I'm done with life now. It's like well, you know maybe find something you know to do. You know, yeah. the, the, I think he calls it the, the new retire mentality. Yeah, um, you know stay active, stay busy, stay involved, stay engaged grandkids or family or you know or whatever so that's huge keep moving yeah that's a secret yep. and uh diet you know diet and exercise it's uh it's the old story it's nothing new right i right. mean it's been around forever aaron cole is with us from a coal investment group um uh, several locations to serve you a waukesha port washington madison middleton area also a phoenix uh, the retirement specialist the website is the coal way and uh, contact information if people want to get in touch and uh, talk with you a little bit about uh, you know set up an appointment with you and and uh, and learn a little bit more about how you operate you and your ever-growing team ever-growing team yeah, yeah. our phone number is 262 uh, find us on the web at the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Uh, also on Facebook and uh, Twitter at Kowal underscore invest. Uh, and LinkedIn also with me personally or um, with uh, our company. All right. Take a break. Come back. We'll talk about the election outlook, the midterms, and six ways business owners can prepare for retirement today. That's coming up in just a minute on WTKM. And we continue on now our conversation this morning with Aaron Cole, 1044 from Cole Investment Group. The Cole Way is a way to get in touch and uh, or several other ways there, too. You can go to the uh, website. It's uh, The Cole Way or uh, tell us other ways to get in touch. Uh, people want to do the phone numbers, too, Aaron. Yeah, our phone number is 262-522-4040. And our... Uh, Web page is the Way, the k o w a l way dot com. Uh, you know, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Kowal underscore invest, and on uh, LinkedIn as well. Talk a little bit about uh, the election coming up, the midterms as they call them, coming up here uh, um, in uh, November. People uh, talking about the Democrats, uh, um, you know, making a run for the uh, control of the House coming up in November. Brian uh, Westbury has uh, always has a uh, interesting comment and conversation about um, how politics affects uh, the the markets and the economy in the United States. And uh, this article, latest article, is no different, is it? Yeah, um, you know, it, it is. Uh, they say he starts off says at least three reasons suggest Democrats should be optimistic about taking control of the House this November. First, the party controlling the White House typically loses seats in midterms. Uh, these include tidal waves against the president's party, like in 1994 and 2010, when newly elected presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama watched their parties lose 54 and 63 seats, respectively. Uh, yes, 2002 was an exception. I remember that when the GOP gained eight seats under President Bush, but that was after 9/11, when the nation was focused on national security, where the GOP had a significant advantage. Uh, second is the number of House Republicans who have announced retirement since the last election, which are 40-plus at last count. Some read this as a sign of low confidence in retaining control. Uh, the third reason is that in special congressional elections in 2017-18, Democrats have typically outperformed by about 16 percentage points compared to what they normally do. Uh, yet the president's job approval rating has improved this year. Uh, last December, his approval was at an all-time low of 37%. Now it's above 43%. 
The last time Democrats won the the House from GOP was in 2006. Uh, back then, in early July, they were winning in the generic ballot. The poll that asked which party you'd rather control the House by 12 points. Now they're winning by about 6 points. In other words, 2006, this is not, at least not yet. Still looks like Democrats are going to pick up some seats in the House, but also looks like the blue, I like how he puts this, the blue wave crested early, so a tidal wave is unlikely. Uh, instead, it looks like it will go down to the wire uh, and we give the Republicans a very slight edge, although we wouldn't be shocked by a narrow Democratic victory either. It's even possible the GOP loses but a, uh, but a handful of seats. Uh, meanwhile, Republicans are in good shape in the Senate. This, is, this, this election year, for the, the, the way that the seats are coming up, uh, couldn't be better for the Republicans, I think, right now because... Um, there aren't many Demo- or aren't many Republicans coming up for re-election. A lot of them are Democrats. So um, you know, we think about because you know, only a third of the Senate goes up every two years because mm-hmm. it's six-year terms, um, and they're they're kind of rotating like that. So even worse for Democrats is having five incumbents running in states. Oh, hold on, I missed a, a part, a key part here. Uh, currently, the GOP has a slight fifty-one to forty-nine edge over the Democrats, but. Of the 35 Senate seats contested in November, the Democrats already occupy 26. So not only nine are coming up, while Republicans have only nine. They're giving the Democrats few opportunities to make gains. Even worse for the Democrats is having five incumbents running in states Trump easily won by double-digit margins, mm. which Trump lost. Uh, uh, by, uh, uh, by contrast, the only vulnerable Republican seats are in Nevada. Uh, which Trump lost by just two points, Arizona, where he won by three and a half points, and Tennessee, where he won by 26 points. As a result, we think the Republicans will probably gain two seats in the Senate this year. Uh, if we're right, uh, with one party narrowly controlling the House and the GOP enlarging their majority in the Senate, it will be a tougher legislative environment for the president, but the Senate controls appointments to the courts and agencies, and as long as the president keeps his own party in line, he'll have broad discretion to pick who he wants. This means the deregulatory agenda stays on track, which will be a tailwind for equity investors in the economy in the next two years. At the same time, tax cuts won't be repealed, and there is little change to the outlook for spending, either pro or con. The political environment is changing, but the investing environment remains positive. You agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very positive, very optimistic on the markets, uh, on the economy, uh, where we're going. That hasn't changed uh, in the last five, six, seven years, so I'm, I'm optimistic, I'm, and I'm, I, I think we're still heading in the right direction economically. Aaron Cole with us here at WTKM. Time now is ten forty nine. With us uh, till eleven o'clock here this morning. We're uh, going uh, quite a, going over quite a few topics uh, here this morning and talking about uh, quite a few things. And uh, one of the things that we talked about uh, is certainly is in the economy for business owners. Um, is uh, the hiring issue, but uh, also one of the other top issues I'm sure that you deal with on a regular basis is uh, ways that business owners can prepare for retirement today. And uh, been a great article um, out. It was out there in business.com that talked a little bit about six ways business owners can prepare for uh, for retirement today. Some eye-opening statistics in here, Aaron. Yeah, this is interesting. There's There are... A lot of business owners don't uh, really start preparing for retirement until they're ready to do it. Until they're right, okay, I'm going to retire this year. I should sell my business, or I should retire, or get out, or, or whatever. Uh, so you know, it says people who plan. It says from um, uh, business.com, people who plan to fund their retirement by selling their business should understand one thing: they alone bear the responsibility of setting up a suitable retirement plan. 
there are 28.8 million small businesses in the U.S., mm. reports SBA.gov. They represent 99.7% of all of the organizations in the United States. Uh, sad to say the majority of small business owners in our country have not set up uh, a retirement plan. Uh, a majority have not. A survey conducted in 2015 reported that 78% of business owners plan to sell their business to fund their retirement, with 60 to 100% needed to fund owners' retirement needs. Uh, less than 30% of small business owners have written a, a succession plan. Uh, people who plan to fund their retirement by selling their business should understand one thing. They alone bear the responsibility of setting up a suitable uh, retirement uh, plan. Good news is that there are many plans that fit small business owners' needs, but if you don't know all the nuances of each plan, it's difficult to understand which will benefit you the most. So <clears throat> here they have six kind of ideas or six steps, six things to look at uh, to prepare for retirement. Uh, face your fears. Any business owner about uh, any business, ask any business owner about their fears. The most common ones are the fear of running out of money in the future or getting an ailment that destroys their savings. That's why it's essential for small business owners to face their fears and come up with a plan. First step is to realize how much money you'll need to live comfortably on when you're retired. Uh, do the calculations. Yeah. You know, put pencil to paper. You know, do I'm, you I'm, do that, that for my your dad. clients? Yeah, we, we. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We 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 do that for our clients. We work with them on that. How much do you need per month? How much do you need per year? And kind of back into what do we need to then to to achieve? And, and that's one of the things I remember my dad always talking about. Um, growing up in the business, I, I would help him in high school for. Uh, he would do seminars, um, mm-hmm. and so I had to help him set up and take down and all that. And uh, when we when I first moved back here from Arizona in, in July of uh, '03, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the biggest things that he put in my head and told clients is it's it's put pencil to paper. Just you got to write it out. Do the calculations. Don't just wing it and say. Yeah, you know, might sell my business for a million bucks. That should be good. Well, if you're spending two hundred thousand a year, you're in trouble. Right, right. right. Uh, bear in mind that you will not always have a business that will be able to handle certain expenses. Take advantage of retirement worksheets or online calculators to help you plan for future costs, or work with a planner. Call us for a complimentary free. There's no chance of of having a. I think of I think having a bad experience by giving us a call because sure. we'll be able to help you figure this stuff out. Yeah. Um, so what is the, let me just ask you, what is the expectation versus reality for a lot of people that come in there? They say that I'm going to, I need all this money. And then you have to tell them, break down the bad news to them and say, you're not going to be able to live that lifestyle. You're not, go, you're not going to the south of France every year and you're not going to go to, you know, Tucson every year. Who wants to go to Tucson? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> vacation. You, know, you, know, you want to get so, that ranch out there. In so Arizona. I went to Arizona State. You know, University of Arizona is in Tucson, so we're not. Yeah. yeah. Um, Probably the hottest place in the country most of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we're um, um, by and large, it's good experiences. But I generally don't have to tell people that they need to dramatically change their their uh lifestyle mm-hmm. sometimes it's like well you can't be doing that anymore you can't do that or you can't buy that you know four hundred thousand dollar rv or uh you know other things but um you know by large people kind of you know or or, the, or they'll say well, i'll say well you need to change it like, yeah we kind of figured we need to to pull that dial back on on that uh, I've had people make major purchases 
before they start working with me because they knew that I'd yell at them for doing it while they were working with me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, but there are times, absolutely, we're not yes men, we're not yes people where we, you know, it's like, oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if something needs to be changed, if some, if you can't do something, if, if, uh, uh change me, we'll, we'll tell you. Um, cause we're not, well, we want you to be happy and comfortable and that if sometimes, uh, changes need to be made, we'll, 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 we'll tell you cause it does neither one of us any good if we, you know, uh, keep a secret or keep, keep that from you that you need to make a change cause then it can be, it'll be bad for both of us and we don't want to hurt you, you know, ha- having a position where you will be hurting yourself. Um, and we want clients, we want people to be open to suggestions too. Sure. You know, it's your money, so you do what you want, but we like people to be open, um, you know, open to suggestions. Um, so face your fears, do the calculations. Create a good exit strategy. It may okay. seem slightly premature to create a business exit strategy. However, your business is probably your best asset. It is possible to sell to fund your retirement. Uh, how much you get from the sale of your business depends on the market. Now is a good time, I think, to, to look at selling because there's – uh, a lot of capital out there. Uh, there's there are people willing to invest in businesses, looking to expand and grow. Um, interest rates are still low, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know I think there's some you know there's some opportunity that. that and I say I think baby boomers age, uh, costs could come down on some or what they could sell their business for could come down because it's supply and demand. Right. There's a lot of, a lot of businesses owned right now are owned by baby boomers. As these baby boomers age, there's going to be more and more and more businesses being sold on the market. So I think when there's an abundance of businesses and people want to buy business, they'll have more of a pick and they can be more uh, competitive. So I think some of those prices are going to come down. So now might be a really good time. Um, You know, another option is to create a retirement plan that's flexible enough to sell off your stake until the market is stronger. So you know, have a have a you know a four one k SEP IRA something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, save enough to have a good retirement. The future is always uncertain. The more money you save, the more comfortable you'll feel during retirement. Set a, set money aside. Consider it an investment in your future. If you can spare two hundred to five hundred dollars each month, set up an automatic transfer. That's one of the other lessons from my dad too. Excuse me. Um, that if you have to write a check every month. It's probably not going to happen. That has to be automatic. You don't think about it. That just automatically goes out of your bank account or your paycheck right into some sort of uh, account where it can accumulate and be invested. <clears throat> uh, consider growing your business. Approximately 57% of small businesses are sole proprietorships. If you aim to sell your business, you should grow it now. Can you add some more clients? Can you hire employees? Some of these steps can increase your odds of successfully selling your venture. Uh, and then choose your retirement strategy. Any small business owner has a few retirement plans available that they can choose from. There are three types, well, they're, that they're going over here, uh, of tax-deferred retirement plans. Uh, there are there are others, but they only say there are three here. A SEP IRA uh, is a personal retirement account that receives contributions both from a business owner and employees. That That's really good for, for individuals, for small businesses, because you can contribute a lot of money into that really quickly, over $50,000. Uh, for a SEP IRA, you can put that put into that. Uh, a simple, which is a savings incentive match plan for employees. Uh, IRA, I always get a kick of how they try to wedge some of these in so you can use it as a word. Yeah, is most po- is the well they say it's the most popular retirement strategy. It's really I don't know why they say it's the most popular. 
Um, it's not used that much. Employers contribute to both their savings and employees. Uh, savings employees can make contributions, either matching or non-selective ones. Four hundred one k, so local four hundred one k. Maybe maybe it's the, the simple is, is big for very small companies, but a four hundred one k helps employees contribute part of their salary to personal accounts. Helps employers contribute to employee accounts. Um, and then to decide which plan is best for you, consider how many years uh, you plan to continue working, how much you will save, and if there's a chance you might access those savings before retirement. Uh, and so give us, you know, give us a call. We can, we can always help identify. We do, this is what we do. We can always help you identify which is the best way to go. All right. Several ways to get in touch with you and, uh, learn a little bit more about how you operate your business. Obviously one of those ways is the Kowal way, K-O-W-A-L, the com. It's got a listing of all the information in there. It talks a little bit about your company, the America's uh, 1200, uh, top 1200 financial and barons again for the one, two, three, four, five, fifth year. It looks like on that. Yep. And also another word from financial. Financial Advisors, Top 400 for uh, 2018. But if people want to get in touch with you and talk a little bit about uh, business and their business, so potentially maybe they're farmers, maybe they own their own yeah. business, or maybe they just uh, have some investment, uh, investable um, money to work with, uh, how do they do that? Yeah, well, you can mention the website is one of the easiest ways, the um, our, you know, We've got great people that, that love to talk, so give us a call to 262-522-4040. Forty, uh, and then uh, also Facebook, uh, Twitter at underscore in, at Kowal underscore invest, uh, and then also on LinkedIn. Connect with me personally and um, uh, uh, with our with our company. Uh, you know, just to, uh, schedule free, no obligation, no f- you know free, you know, no no obligation or commitment or anything. You know, retirement review. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of value from that. Fantastic. Good to see you again. We'll see you back together in another month. And Great uh, to see en- you. enjoy that new baby. I wow. am. Already I a am. month old. I Holy can't, cow. I can't believe it. Time flying. I can't believe it. All right, Aaron Kowal, appreciate it. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us. We'll see you, you. Next, see you next month. See ya. All right, sounds good. Aaron Kowal's Visit Today is a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of the advertiser and not of WTKM, its management, or employees. 